الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله عن جرير رضي الله تعالى عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال قال له في حجة الوداع استوصت الناس فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا ترجعوا بعدي كفارا يضرب بعضكم رقاب بعض حديث صحيح متفق عليه On the authority of Jarir On the authority of Jarir Radiyallahu ta'ala anhu He said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He said to him During the farewell pilgrimage Quiet the people down And then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He said Do not return after me acting like kuffar So that you are striking the necks of one another and this hadith is authentic and it has been collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim hadith is agreed upon. وَقَالَ الْعَلَّامَةِ Shaykh Zayd al-Madkhali رحمه الله تعالى نعم موضوع هذا الحديث مشعرية الإنصات للعالم المحدث أو عالم المبين للأحكام أو عالم الواعد أو القاري للعلم والقرآن أو غيره من علم الشرع He said that, yes, the subject matter of this hadith is how it is legislated to be quiet. How it is legislated to be quiet when a scholar of hadith is speaking or when there is a scholar who is making it clear and explaining the rules and the regulations or when there is a scholar and he is given an admonishment in a heartfelt address or when there is a reader who is reading over some ilm or when the Qur'an is being recited or other than that from the legislative knowledge وَقَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى Allah Ta'ala He says in His noble book وَإِذَا قُرِيَ الْقُرْآنِ فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنصِتُوا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says what means. And when the Qur'an is recited, then listen intentively to it. فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ Listen intentively to it. وَأَنصِتُوا And be quiet. So that perhaps you will attain mercy. So that perhaps mercy will be bestowed upon you. فقال العلامة رحمه الله تعالى فرتب الله رحمته على الاستماع والإنصات He said Allah تعالى He has placed His mercy being put down upon a people if they are one listening intentively and two if they are quiet if they have drawn silent 
قال الشيخ العلامة وشرع على سبيل الوجوب and this has been legislated upon the way of, of obligation it has been legislated and it is an obligation الوجوب الانصات للموعظة الخطبة الجمعة to listen intentively and to be quiet to be quiet and listening to the admonishment in the khutbah or the Friday sermon. فَلَا يَجُوزِ الْكَلَامِ فِي الْخُطْبَةِ It is not permissible to talk during the khutbah. وَلَا يَجُوزِ حَتَّى مَسَّ الْحَصَى It is not permissible to play around with the pebbles and to fiddle during the khutbah. وَلَا يَجُوزِ أَن تَأْمُرُوا بِالْمَعْرُوفِ And it is not permissible during the khutbah to command people to doing good than tisma' lil khatib but rather you have to listen to the one who is giving the sermon لأنه يذكرك بآيات الله وأحاديث الرسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم and this is because he is reminding you he is reminding you and he is reciting upon you the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the verses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the ahadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he's reciting to you the ayat and the hadith of the Prophet So it is incumbent, ya ibad, that we adorn ourselves with this characteristic and how we are to be inside of the sittings of knowledge and how we are to be when the Shaykh is giving a, an address and teaching a class and how we are to be in Jumu'ah is that we be quiet, is that we draw silent. And this is what is wajib upon us to do. As the Prophet Sallallahu he said in the hadith, from the hadith of Abu Hurairah, radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, فِيمَا رَوَاهُ وَالْبُخَارِ وَمُسْلَمْ فِي صَحِحَيْهِمَا حَيْثُ قَالِ النَّبِي صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ إِذَا قُنْتَ لِصَاحِبِكَ يَوْمِ الْجُمْعَةِ أَنْصِتْ وَالْإِمَامْ يَخْطُبُ فَقَدْ لَغَوْتِ He said that, if you were to say to your companion, on the day of Jumu'ah, while the Imam is giving the khutbah, if you were to say to him, be quiet, then verily you have violated, you have spoken. That this is to the extent that we are to be quiet and we are to listen to the khutbah, Yomu Jumu'ah. This is to the extent that we are to draw quiet. So that even that, if we were to say to our companion, to one who was sitting adjacent to us, be quiet, hush up, quiet down. Even just to say that, would have made us of those who have infringed upon being quiet. Then verily we would have been of those who have been spoke who have spoken during the khutbah. وقال إمام البخاري بابون إمام البخاري and further highlighting some of the ahkam of Jumu'ah. Imam Bukhari he says بابون chapter heading يستقبل الإمام القوم واستقبال الناس Al-Imama إِذَا خُطَبَهُ He said that the chapter of the Imam facing the people and of the people facing the Imam when he is giving the khutbah. And then he brings a ather as he mentions وَاسْتَقْبَلَ ibn Umar وَالْأَنَسْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَلَىٰ عَنْهُمَا الْإِمَامَ He said that Umar ibn Umar ibn Umar and Anas, Rabbiullah ta'ala anhumah, they used to face the Imam when he was given the khutbah. And then inside of this chapter, the Imam, he mentions the hadith of Abu Sa'id al-Khudri. Haythu qal, 
أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم جلس يوما على المنبر وجلسنا حوله that the Prophet وسلم, one day he sat upon the minbar and then we sat upon or we sat around him that the Prophet وسلم, he sat upon the minbar and then we sat around him meaning we sat around the Prophet وسلم, facing him we were facing him so therefore we learn ya ibad that it is from the etiquettes of yawmul jumu'ah that when the imam is giving the khutbah that you face in the direction of the imam that you face in the direction of the imam and that we are quiet as Imam Bukhari, rahmatullah alayhi, he mentions mu'allaqan, he mentions mu'allaqan an Salman, an al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, qal, yunsitu idha takallam al-imam, that they are to be quiet or they are made, or they are to be made to be quiet when the imam, he is speaking. Then when the imam is speaking, that we are to be quiet. Meaning, inside of, uh, the khutbah of Jumu'ah. As this comes in the chapter, Babun al-insat, yawmu Jumu'ah, wal-imam yakhtubu. To be quiet on the day of Jumu'ah, and the imam, he is giving uh, the khutbah. However, you find that this is as relates to the khutbah, and as relates to any time that an alim from the ulama, or a ta'ala from the is teaching the people good. Any time that the ayat are being mentioned, any time that hadith are being mentioned in the sittings of knowledge, then we are to be quiet. And this is from the adab. This is from the mannerisms, the proper mannerisms, and how we are to sit inside of the circles of knowledge. وَقَالَ الْعَلَّامَةِ الشَّيْخِ زَيْرِ الْمَدْخَلِ رَحِيمُهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى وَإِذَنْ كَانَ الْأَمْرُ كَذَلَكَ He says, and therefore, since the affair is like that, فَإِنَّهُ يُشْرَعُ الْإِنصَاتِ لِمَنْ يُلْقَى لِعِلْمِ بِأَيِّ وَسِيلَةٍ مِنْ وَسَائِلٍ خِطَابَةً أَوْ تَدْرِيسًا أَوْ إِجَابَةً لَبُدَّ مِنْ الْإِنصَاتِ He said, so therefore, since this is the case, then we see that it has been legislated to be quiet, whatever the knowledge is being given. However that is, whatever means by way in which that knowledge is being given, then we are to be quiet so that we may benefit. نعم, the, 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 the Shaykh, rahimahullah ta'ala, he mentions, whether that is inside of a khutbah, or whether that is inside of a class, or whether that is inside of an answer, like a question and answer session, uh, and an alim from the ulama is giving an answer, then we are to be quiet and we are to listen. Then we have to what? We have to be quiet. We have to be quiet if we are to benefit. Ya ibadullah, these characteristics are very important. Because just as it is important for us to seek knowledge, it is important for us to know the mannerisms of the student of knowledge, the mannerisms of the one who is seeking that knowledge. And from those mannerisms, by way in which if a person applies them, he will benefit ta'ala is by drawing quiet, is by being silent when the lesson is in session, by being silent when the knowledge is being given, by being silent during the khutbah so that we may benefit. So it is incumbent, ya ibad, that we quiet down so that we may benefit. هذا أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروا فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد فقال الأعلامة شيخ زير المدخلي رحمه الله تعالى 
وفي الحديث طلب العالم من بعض طلابه أو من بعض طلابه أن يعينه باستنصات الناس. مثلا في الحديث we see the request from the scholar to ask some of his students and to seek their assistance in quieting the people down. The Shaykh says, من أجل عموم الفائدة and this is due to the general benefit. كما أمر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم جرير أن يستنصت الناس. Like the Prophet وسلم, he commanded جرير رضي الله تعالى عنه to quiet the people down. ليسمعوا الحكم الشرعي so that they may hear a legislative ruling. So that they may hear a legislative ruling. والحكم العظيم and this was a tremendous ruling. This was a tremendous affair. So therefore you see why the Prophet ﷺ, he commanded Jareer to tell the people to be quiet so that they may benefit and listen and benefit from this tremendous shari ruling. The Shaykh, he says, this tremendous ruling, الَّذِي فِيهِ بَيَانَ الَّذِي فِيهِ بَيَانَ وَالْبَاطِ الْأَخُوَّةُ الْإِيمَانِيَّةِ بَيْنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ to listen to this tremendous ruling that had therein that which is related to the connection of faith-based brotherhood amongst the believers. Because it was related to that which will bring the believers together and maintain their faith-based brotherhood. So therefore the Prophet ﷺ, after the people had quieted down, the Prophet ﷺ, he said to them, لا ترجعوا بعد he said, do not return after me acting like kuffar so that you are striking each other's necks. Do not return after me acting like kuffar, striking each other's necks, meaning fighting and killing one another. فقال العلامة شيخ زيد المدخلي رحمه الله تعالى وفي الحديث تحذير من الوقوع في الفتن بالقتال بأي سبب من الأسباب he said and inside of this hadith then there is a warning there is a warning from falling into the fitna that will result in fighting falling into the fitna that may result in fighting from whatever means by way in which that comes about by whatever avenue by way in which that comes about to shut down every avenue that will lead to fitna because when the fitna escalates then it will escalate to its epitome and that epitome is fighting and killing one another so we are to shut down the fitna and ibad this is something that is binding upon us as muslims to shut the fitna down not to be inside of this culture that is in love with soap operas and uh, calamity and the back and forth and he said and she said and this one carrying on and so on and so forth no to get rid of this tabloid type of mentality this mentality where we love to see conflict and the like and we know the sickness that exists inside of this society we know the sickness that exists inside of society inside of some neighborhoods if you want to bring everyone out into the street 
Let two men fist fight in the middle of the street. And then you'll see people who you ain't seen outside in a long time. Outside on the porch looking. Inside the window looking. Everybody want to look. They want to see. This is the sickness that exists inside the society. So don't be affected by the likes of the sickness. Because you have to understand that the shaitan, this is what he intends for you. As the Prophet Sallallahu said, Ya'is al-shaitan and ya'abuduhu al-musallin walakin al-tahrish baynahum. That the shaitan, he has given up hope that, the, that those who pray will worship him. So therefore he puts his energy into making fitna between you. By making fitna between you. He has given up hope that those who pray are going to worship him. So therefore he puts his energy where? Into making fitna between them. To separate them. Causing disunity amongst them. Because that fitna when it reaches its epitome, then it will reach to what? To the Muslims fighting and killing one another. So we have to shut it down, ya ibad. We have to be able to have the courage to be able to stand up for that which is right and to identify the troublemakers for who they are so that we shut them down, so that we shut down their campaigning, we shut down their deceit, we shut down their deception, we shut down their trickery because they want nothing good. Anybody who wants to come between brothers and have them fighting at one to another, then this is an individual who intends evil. This is an individual who intends evil. So it is a must that we realize that he is who he is. It is a must that we realize and be able to call a spade a spade so that we may deal with that individual appropriately. It is a must, ya ibad, that we do not be of those who fight each other. That we do not be of those who look for any and every means to go against one another. It is a must that we pay attention to this tremendous hadith in which the Prophet quiet the people down so that he may say to them, Do not return after me acting like kuffar. So where you are striking at each other's necks, fighting and killing one another. But we need to understand, Ya Ibad. A very important point. And that point is, when looking at this particular hadith, is that the fighting of the Muslims amongst themselves is not that, which means that we make takfir upon the warring sides. We don't say that the warring sides are kuffar, but rather we say they're acting like kuffar in that they're fighting one another, but we do not say that they're kuffar. And the proof of this is Allah Ta'ala's statement. وَإِن طَائِفَتَانِ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ قُتَتَلُوا فَأَصْلِحُوا بَيْنَهُمَا And when two parties of the believers fight and kill one another, then make rectification between the two. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this ayah, He mentioned two parties of the believers who are fighting and killing each other. But then Allah ta'ala, He mentioned that they are what? That they are parties from the believers. So they are believers. Naam. So what do we understand from this hadith? فَقَالَ الْعَلَّامَةِ الشيخ زيد المدخلي الكفر هنا كفر العملي so that the disbelief that is mentioned here is a disbelief of action لا ترجعوا بعد كفارا أي كفرا عمليا he says do not return after me acting like كفار he said meaning the, the, the disbelief of actions the disbelief of actions because you have كفرا دون الكفر الأكبر because you have a kufr, you have a disbelief that is below major disbelief. كما قال ابن عباس رضي الله تعالى عنهما وغيره كفر دون كفر وظلم دون ظلم وفسق دون فسق 
والكفر منه أكبر وأصغر دونه. So you have a kufr that is less than major kufr. You have a dhulm that is less than major dhulm. You have a fisq that is less than major fisq. And you have uh, a kufr because kufr you have from it the major kufr and you have from it the minor kufr. So you have fisq al-akbar wal-asghar wal-dhulm al-akbar wal-asghar fa-akbar yukhraj min al-millah. You have major fisq and minor fisq, major dhulm and minor dhulm. And the major of these types, they will expel a person from the religion. But the minor kufr, it does not expel one from the religion, as we see an example of this inside of this hadith. Do not return after me acting like kufar by striking the necks of one another. The shaykh, he brings an important point. And this is why we have to avoid minor kufr, because minor kufr will lead to major kufr. Minor kufr, it will lead to major kufr. The shaykh says, فَإِذَا اسْتَحَلَّ قَتْلُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ اِسْتِحْلَالًا قَلْبِيًّا فَقَدْ وَقَعَ فِي الْكُفْرِ الْأَكْبَرِ He said, but if they make it permissible, the killing of the believers, they make it permissible, the killing of the believers, and this is something that they believe inside of their hearts, that it is okay, it is permissible, it is halal, to kill a Muslim. The shaykh, he says, then that person, he will have fallen into major kufr. Muharraman. And this is because he would have made halal that which is haram. So therefore he will fall into what? Into major kufr. And this is why we have to stay away from all kufr, all shapes, all forms, whether it is the minor of the kufr or the major of the kufr. We have to stay away from the minor so that we avoid the major. And as you see, Ya Ibad, from this aspect and from this standpoint as well, you'll find a tremendous message contained here inside of this hadith. And this is why the Prophet ﷺ, he told Jirir, quiet the people down. Quiet the people down. And then the Prophet ﷺ, he gave uh, this tremendous hadith so that we may benefit. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who are adornment or those who adorn the characteristics and the mannerisms of the students of knowledge, those who benefit from the ilm, because as Imam al-Shafi'i, rahimahullah ta'ala, he mentioned, لَيْسَ الْعِلْمِ مَا حُفِذْ وَلَكِنَّ الْعِلْمِ مَا نَفَعَ He said that the knowledge is not that which is memorized, but the knowledge is that which benefits. The knowledge is not that which memorizes. The knowledge is that which benefits. And this is the haq, ya ibad. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who benefit from the ilm. Not those who run around talking, but those who are actualizing. Because you will find from the hufad, the ahl bid'ah, for example, they are not benefiting from their knowledge. So all of that they have memorized is actually a proof against them. But those who are from the juhal of ahl sunnah, you find that they will benefit as long as they are implementing the qawaid and the principles of da'wah to salafiyyah, of the sunnah, then they will benefit even if they even if they know and have memorized only but a little bit. So the knowledge is that which benefits. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who are truly benefiting from the knowledge. وَأَنْ يَجْعَلْنَا مِنَ الَّذِينَ يَسْتَمِعُونَ قَوْلًا فَيَأْتَبِعُونَ أَحْسَنًا وَأَنْ يَجْعَلْنَا مِنْ مَنْ إِذَا أُعْتِيَ شَكَرٌ 
وإذا بطول يصبر وإذا أذنب استغفر فإن هؤلاء ثلاثة عنوان السعادة هذا يا عباد فأقيموا الصلاة وإن الصلاة تنهى عن الفشاء والمنكر